I'm Sam Seitels, and you are listening to The Pillars of Hamilton. And if you want to do that next week and the week after, all you got to do, hit that subscribe button. You'll get all the episodes, I think, sent to your phone. Is that how that works? I don't know. You're not going to want to miss next week, though. Next week, I am speaking with Gilda. You know who she is. At the front of Walmart, greeting you, making your day. She was awesome. You're not going to want to miss next week. So hit that subscribe button, people. My guest today is the one who brings style to Hammond to New Jersey, the owner of Taffeta Hair and Makeup Design, Alex Jenkins. In this episode, we talk about her growing up as a tomboy, the crazy experiences she had working outside of the makeup and design business, what it was like putting together weddings while going through her own divorce, and how she's a hardworking mom who's earned everything she owns. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome my friend, Alex Jenkins. You're listening to the Pillars of Hamilton. That's with me, Sam Sidetells. And you want to know what I'm going to give them? Only the finest that Hamilton has to offer. The biggest blueberries you've ever seen, baby. And they're all here, right now. You came. I'm here. <laughs> it took so long. But Maybe you... a year? No, this show is only six months oh, old. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, <laughs> but perhaps six months. Maybe six months. I probably asked you right away. Yeah. I mean, I feel like every time I saw you, I started to like, oh, I hope I don't get to see Mr. Sam this morning. <laughs> I felt bad. I kept saying no. <laughs> oh, were you really thinking that? Were you trying to avoid me? No. Because I was going to ask? No. No, probably not. <laughs> yeah, there probably are people out there nowadays who are avoiding me. <laughs> no, probably not. Usually I'm just consumed with like making sure Grayson's got all his clothes on and everything's going good with okay. the drop off. You have two boys. Right. Close in age, yeah. like I. Mm-hmm. Can you explain to the listeners what that's like? Because I don't think people, even people with like, I don't know, a boy and then a girl and then another, four kids who are like three years apart and they're different. I don't think they get it what it's like when it's two boys so close. Anybody, if anybody's curious what that's like, my I have an open door policy. You can come on over, hang out with us for a good 20 minutes and you're like all right i get it they're like i gotta get out of here yeah i gotta go it's it's cool and all but yeah yeah no i mean it's just non-stop entertainment it is non-stop right yeah yeah but uh, you do tell yourself like i am gonna totally miss this yeah you love it too but boy oh boy is it exhausting yeah i absolutely love it but at the same time you're like wow um you know, do I still have hair on my head or? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't. <laughs> right. 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 Well, yeah. at least I can fix that. So. <laughs> yeah. I, you couldn't fix this, but you did. F- you you fixed many people, um, including my wife, who has a lovely head of hair. She does. She has gorgeous hair. Oh my god, the curls. Oh, so you think so too? Yeah. Huh? No, I love them. I love the curls. It's it's unique. Not many people have a head of hair like that. She's so lucky. Yeah. Yeah. She she was <clears throat> very happy with the work you did with her. Yeah, I'm glad. I mean, I love Lisa. So, I mean, she she looks great no matter what she does. So, mm-hmm. Agreed. It, she's a natural beauty for sure. She's officially going to love this episode right <laughs> off the bat. No <laughs> doubt. She's the first listener of every episode. Oh, cool. We uh, love you, babe. So. Yeah, we love you, Lisa. <laughs> so, okay, let's go to the way, way back um, because I know nothing about your childhood. Are you Hamilton? 
I'm a Hamiltonian, yes. Yeah. So yeah. Are, as my a parents kid, aren't, but my sister and I technically are born and raised. Yeah. You are totally into fashion now. You're totally into style. And I, I, is it like that from the beginning? As a little kid, were you interested in those type of things? I always was, but at the same time, I was the biggest tomboy. I was always, always me with all the boys. I grew up in a neighborhood that we, you know, we'd walk out our front door and we didn't come home till dinner time. And there weren't other girls that I, that lived down the street. It was all boys. Um, so it was funny once we got to an age where we started like having birthday parties at like the bowling alley or the movie theater, you know, they would say like, they would list the people and then they would say Alex and the, the parents, I guess, would just assume I was a boy. And then all of a sudden I popped in and it's like, oh, whoa, it's like, it's a little girl. <laughs> so it was always me with, with all the guys and I did street hockey, WrestleMania, like all the guy stuff covered in dirt head to toe, but I always had like pink on her. So yes. I you was, do realize that in my head right now, there's a record stretch going, <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Did you say you were a tomboy? Yeah, I was like one of the biggest tomboys in my class. You, I mean, you do realize how that's surprising, right? Like, yeah, I you am don't as think girly as when, it gets. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, um, but did you say WrestleMania? I mean, now you're speaking my yeah, you, Alex is we, in my on my show speaking my language. I remember when Wawa used to sell those magazines, the WWE. What I forget the the name of them. WWF now. probably yeah, at the time. Yeah, yeah, and I mean when Wawa actually sold magazines. I don't. They don't even do that anymore. But um, we used to have a Wawa right in our neighborhood. Now it's something else. But we would go there every day and we would buy like the wrestle magazines. <laughs> Pick out. I was a fan of yours before. It just doubled in that sentence. Are you serious? Yeah, I swear. Who's your favorite? Oh, I don't remember now. You don't remember? No. I okay. mean, oh, do you God. think? Do you think? Okay, so there's some Hamiltonians here who, me, Jim Sacco, uh, Michael Rosat, we're talking about doing. I will train the people. I will put it together. I just need someone to. No, I won't put it together. But we're talking about somebody putting together a wrestling show where I can run the thing that would be really fun would you go yeah oh i would totally go yeah yeah and i would probably remember the names if if they were said but i don't remember mm. them off the top of my head okay. but we would do like the tag team stuff it was mainly on the trampoline yeah that's yeah. the best place to do it yeah 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 uh, i'm <laughs> i'm a little bit in shock right now uh i would keep talking wrestling but i feel like we would lose all our listeners <laughs> right. so <laughs> So when did fashion come into your life? Um, it always was. Um, I don't know. It just always was. I just always was drawn to the pretty thing. So, so. Okay. So when you were being a tomboy, when you were getting down in the dirt, mm -hmm. you were also concerned about, or not, I don't know if concerned is the word, you were already interested in fashion. I just, it wasn't even so much the fashion at that time, but it was more of like doing the hair part. Yeah. I would always make everyone sit down on the floor in front of me and let me play with their hair and do their makeup and pretend like we were on a show or you know just different things like that the boys you were hanging out with? no like my mom my sister oh. my cousins you know yeah yeah but yeah speaking of pro wrestlers i used to have like yeah. long wrestler hair and yeah. my, my sister used to want to like do stuff with that yeah. or all her friends would come over yeah, yeah so am i jumping ahead when i get to the wedding business because i don't know much about your career path other than you own this business now that we'll talk about later uh -huh. and i know that you did weddings before that right so what is all the in between like okay. how did you get here um well basically all through school um 
you know, I was never like you're considered your star student only because not because I couldn't be. I just I didn't really care about it um, <laughs> at all from first to 12th grade. No, never had a teacher that inspired you. Nothing. Huh? Mm, I was inspired by some things. And I was always my my subject in school was always uh, like language or English. Like I loved writing and I loved reading. So all the creative ends. Oh, you love to read. Mm -hmm. Cool. Um, and so once I got to like 13, 14, I got my first job. Uh, I worked, it was at the time called It's a New Dawn. Um, now I think it's called, uh, Infinity Salon by ShopRite. Okay. It's here. It's yeah, still in here. Hamilton. Okay. It's yeah. a salon that's still mm -hmm. here. Yeah. So I worked there <clears throat> and, um, I was 14 years old. I just like swept the floors i did all the laundry for some reason they let me do the desk with like all you the were 14 yeah Wait, i was okay. 14. so hold on at 14 did you decide that you wanted to work at this place because you wanted to like get your foot in the door oh yeah i always knew that i was going to be in the beauty business and i was going to be a hairdresser i just yeah was there an inspiration uh or did i don't you, know i just was always into it just I don't really who know you how are sparked. yeah yeah, yeah, I don't know. I was just, like, born with that, I guess. And then, what, at 14, you're like, I got to get my foot in the door, and you just hustled and found a well, job? Well, um, I had been going to the same hairdresser my whole life, and so I, it was always my favorite thing to do was when I it was time to, like, go get my hair done, you know? So, and she knew that, so she, at the one day, was like, hey, so-and-so's looking for help, you know, would you be interested? And I wasn't clearly old enough yet, but we were like, yeah, definitely. So that was the first summer I wasn't really tan because I worked like all the time inside and I just never stopped since. <laughs> the first one you weren't tan. Yeah, I was always <laughs> outside from morning to night. And once I started working, I was just like, that's it. Wow, yeah. they had you work in the books. Yeah, a little bit. It was, yeah, I think back now I'm like, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's a bit much. Yeah, I'm sure they, you know, would cross check things <laughs> at the end of the night. But You'd help, yeah. Maybe not though. <laughs> And so uh, when you think back to those memories, that first, I guess, uh, experience in, in uh, what, what do you want to say? The fashion business, the hair business? Yeah, whatever. It's yeah. all the same thing. Okay. What was that experience like for you? It was wonderful. I, I loved it. I loved meeting all the clients that would come in. It was just like a so never-ending social hour for me. It never felt like work, you know? So I almost, from the start, always felt like, wow, I'm so lucky. I just, I get... I get money and I'm not even working, you know? It's just like, I never even thought about the money. It was always just like, oh wow, I'm being rewarded to do something I like to do. It's bizarre. So if this was not a job, <clears throat> if there was no money involved, this is something you'd be doing anyway. I would have still been there anyway if they asked me, yeah. yeah. So, and then they knew they were gonna lose me when it was time to um, start hair school. So I was 18 years old and Oh, you I, stayed. Did you work during school and everything? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I was 14, I stayed there. So you had a lot of experience. Yeah, I've been in the salon since literally since I was 14. I've worked one other place. Um, it was a bakery and they fired me after like one week. <laughs> so <laughs> oh, Wait a minute. <laughs> You just can't handle anything outside of a... It's just not my thing, you know? What I, happened? I, What'd you do? Um, you just I, ate the food, didn't you? I really didn't do anything specific. It was actually um, a scary scenario, if you think about it. I mean, I was young. I was probably 17. And it was like, 
or maybe 18. So it was a transition from like Raziri school to uh, at the at one point I stopped working in the salon because Raziri school was more of like a full time thing. And then I thought I could squeeze in like a little part timer in between there. Mm. So um, I started working at the bakery and I just got weird like vibes <laughs> by the people in there. And it turned and I remember like coming home and telling my dad, like my parents, I'm like, I really don't want to want to work here um you know i, I don't feel comfortable I, why I do you think you were getting younger. weird vibes well it turns out that the people were actually under the influence like that had been working there influence of what drugs like i don't even know i don't know i was so young I so had they were all looking at 18. you with weird googly eyes they were just like doing weird things and i just like didn't feel a good like they're cooking people's ethic. bread. Yeah, they're baking was, their bread. It was scary under the influence. I don't like that. And my, and, but I didn't know that at the time. And my parents were like, "Listen, like if you don't want to be there, you have to do the right thing, and you have to let them know." And I'm like, "I really don't. Can you just do it for me?" And they're like, "Ax, mm. no." And a second later, the phone rang, and it was them. And they're like, "We don't need your help anymore." And I was like, "Oh, great, perfect." Oh, they did it for you. They just did it for me. Why do you think they did that, though? I'm really not sure. Maybe because of their weird vibes, you just felt awkward. And I don't know. Uh, They're probably just like, this girl is not like <laughs> equipped for the food industry, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Back to fashion. Back to, fa back to what I like to do. Yeah. So you worked for them for four years. You must have gained so much in those four years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is the biggest thing you gained in those four years that you still take with you to this day? I guess because of the people I worked with at such a young age who watched me from like beginning to through my schooling, I guess I could say one of the biggest things is just um, the encouragement. Like, you know, it's it was never a question of you can't do something like, you know what I mean? So it was always a, a very positive atmosphere and a, a positive influence from the people that I grew up working with who were always encouraging me to try this, try this haircut, uh, you know, and they're like, you can do it because they would let me like bring friends in and play around and show me different things. So I guess going into school, I kind of already had a confidence that not, not an attitude where I knew what I was doing already, but I just felt comfortable maybe. So it, it was just, it kind of gave me a very comfortable background in the field before I even started in the field, if that yeah, makes sense. No, it does. And you, uh, talking about confidence, you definitely, you know, there's definitely an aura of confidence around you, <laughs> especially when it comes to the fashion stuff. I mean, just in general, too. Thanks. But, I mean, like, you definitely give the feeling of, like, all right, this girl, she's the one. Like, she knows what she's doing. She's passionate about it. She's the one to hire when you need her. Well, thanks. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not anything I'm, you know, thinking. I don't think about that, but thanks. It's just the truth. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Okay, so you get yourself fired at the bakery where people are just getting high all day. Right. So bizarre. <laughs> yes. It's like, and actually. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty weird. Right. Um, so did you go... To college did you go to school no so i did take my sats and i went through all of those like sat programs and things like that um i didn't actually actually i'm sorry i never actually took them i took like the courses to prepare and this <laughs> and that and then i was like you know i just really i said to my mom and dad i'm like you know i just really don't want to see you like waste waste the money on putting me through this kind of stuff because i just really don't want to do it at all so they were like, I mean, 
okay are you sure but they were always very supportive and that was it i made up my mind i mean wait was this a decision whether or not to take the sat test well and go to college okay you know don't you have to take the sat or is it not no, required you just if you want to go to college you need an sat score oh. i think i don't know and so did, that's how i remember and it. how did they handle that that's a big bomb to drop on i, th- I think they just knew um they just knew that uh it, that wasn't my path. You know, I was going to go into a trade, not necessarily a college education. So what did you do to get educated? Or do you just count those four years as the education you um, needed? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Lisa and I talk about how intelligent you are. Really? We definitely talk about how intelligent you are. How you Thanks. do that kind of thing. This is what we were talking about. How you do that kind of thing where you're like, I don't know. <laughs> like but she's so smart it's like i don't know you're very unique in that sense yeah you you try to you do this little portrayal of like i don't get it (laughs) am i right in this assessment i mean maybe (laughs) (laughs) but i'm telling you and then we talk about like how smart and strong of a person you are i'm really not one to sit here and uh, toot my own horn i'm very you know i'm very hard on myself i'm always I'm always thinking I could be doing something better. So maybe that's how I'm continuing to learn. You know, and plus I see a million people a day telling me all kinds of different things. So what do you mean? You know, like all the different clients that come in and talk to me about all different stuff. So I learn from them. Maybe that's where I learn from. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) My my growing up interaction. Well, that's where the best learning comes from, right? Right. It's not from a a book. It's from experience. Yeah, but who do you believe? (laughs) Well, that's the idea is to know who to believe and not to believe. (laughs) Take it all in and know what to push out. Sometimes I'm like, I don't want to know all this stuff. (laughs) It's too much sometimes, right? It's too much. But you're taking so much in that you are who you are today, which is what Lisa and I believe to be a very strong and intelligent. Oh, thanks. And successful mom and entrepreneur. Thanks. Absolutely. But okay, so you didn't go to school. So what did you do after your four years? Um, of what? Working in the salon? Yeah. Yeah, so then I went to Raziri and... What's, wait, what's Raziri? Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Raziri Salon is, um, they have two, three salons in South Jersey and they own a school. Okay. It's called, um, the school I went to is called Raziri Aveda School for Beauty and Wellness. Uh-huh. It's very well known and they're incredible. Um, they have a really, really cool, unique story. They're a family-owned business started from the ground up. And um, uh, were they first to school or first uh, salon? I'm not a hundred percent positive. It goes like way back. Mm. Um, I had gone to school. That I graduated high school in June. I started Raziri School. It, at the time, it was in Marlton. I started there August first. It's a nine and a half month long program. Um, I loved them. I clicked with them immediately. And uh, I applied for a position before I had even graduated. And they had hired me and they had put me into their Washington Township location. So um, as soon as I graduated, I started there. And Um, and what kind of stuff were you doing? It's considered like... um, an apprentice for the salon so it's like same things i was doing before when i was younger just like cleaning keeping the salon tidy except this time i would be um washing clients hair washing their color off assisting the other stylists 
um, that sort of thing. Yeah. And then they have an education program. They're all about education. And um, they had a program at the time that you had to follow in your on your off days and go to these classes. And when they thought you were good enough, basically, they put you behind the chair. Um, so I, I moved up fairly quickly after... I don't know, maybe like six months to a year of assisting there. They gave you me my chair. You moved up quickly, huh? Mm-hmm. How did how did they you impress them? What were you doing? Just doing my thing. Just doing your <laughs> thing, huh? <laughs> can't explain it. I can't explain that. It's just a thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, that was it. So I was there for almost ten years, and. Uh, oh, what? okay. That's a big chunk of time. Yeah. So um, the Raziri family is like my family, and that they have a lot to do with where I am today. I feel they were they're so important to me and my success. So what you started off doing, you know, the the bottom of the line work. I what, did. What, by the time you left, what were you doing? What was your by position? the time I well, I was senior stylist. Uh, you start at a you know assistant level, then you you become a junior stylist. Considered, then it goes up junior stylist to stylist then the senior stylist whatever and so when I left I was senior stylist and I was only down to working two 12-hour days because at that time I had Julian so I cut my hours back how old was he was just a baby yeah he was a baby um and then I cut my hours down to like two days and Mm. when I had Julian was when I changed my schedule and took myself off from working Saturdays and I always had a knack for special occasion hair, so they would always book me with the brides that would come into the salon. Oh. So once um, I took myself off of Saturdays, I thought, you know, I could just supplement the income and pick up weddings here and there. Like, people would reach out and ask me to go to them. Okay, so you actually decided your 10 years was up? Well, was- this was before the 10 years. It might have been, like, at the eighth year. Okay. I started taffeta technically but i never wait, wait hold on a second what did you just call your your store name taffeta it's pronounced taffeta yeah do you know what i've been saying for the last what three years now taffeta you're darn right i have <laughs> probably to your face a couple times too it's okay yeah taffeta mm-hmm. get out of here it's gonna be yeah. it's gonna take a few times for me to get That's used to right. that one so we're gonna go deep into taffeta uh-huh. um and we also need to talk about these cookies that you brought me, because yes. not too often my guests bring me cookies. And um, this might be going a little bit off script, but we got to talk about the time I became a dinosaur. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> we totally actually. have to. Yeah, we do. All right. Quick commercial break. We will be right back, peeps. <laughs> Summer camp. It's the best. The fun activities, hilarious events, and most importantly, the friendships and memories that last a lifetime. I'm your host, Sam Seidtels, and I'm the proud owner of Camp Tuscaloosa. Now, I love camp, and I love podcasts. And I was thinking, it'd be pretty cool to give these campers a platform where they can speak their mind, deliver a message, and have some fun while doing it. An opportunity for these kids to get on a mic, get over any public speaking nerves, and have an awesome experience. If you do join us, you're going to see what Camp Tuscaloosa is all about. So let's do this thing. I'm psyched. I'm ready. So here we go. So what are these delicious things you have brought here? So Grayson, he is a, um, a baker and 
And these are his cookies. These are his, uh, he got new cookie cutters for his birthday. He Look at stores. these. These are no ordinary cookies. This is, was this Yoda? Uh-huh. That's also Yoda. And what's this? Ba- oh, is I think BB? this is the Falcon Millennial thing. Mm. Some Star Wars nerd is getting really angry at me right now. Let me taste it. Mm. Not sure. Delicious. Grayson did make those, so. Uh, yeah, Grayson, this is why I would do anything for your kids. Let me tell you something. So much so that, uh, can we talk about the birthday party? Yes, we can talk about the birthday party. You had a request for me. Can you please tell the listeners what you requested? So I asked Mr. Sam if he would dress as a dinosaur for Julian's dinosaur-themed birthday party, and uh, it was a hit. Can you explain this dinosaur costume? It had, I'm pretty sure, like a motor inside it or oh, like yeah. a fan oh, it was of high some tech. sort. High tech. Yeah. Yeah. Searched high and low for this thing, and uh, yeah, poor Mr. Sam. I don't even know if you could see or breathe in there. Oh, I couldn't see a damn thing, <laughs> <laughs> but I could feel I could feel the right. kids as they just decided to maul me. <laughs> right. Yeah, they were out of control. Like, I've been terrified to have a play date at the house ever since. Because the kids, when they all get together, they're just wild. Well, so th- what music did you put on for me? What was I getting down to in this what? dinosaur oh, costume? God, what was that? Uh, Usher. Uh, Usher. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, 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 uh. We and love I'm coming that song. Out, and I'm getting, yo, I'm all in. And the smoke machine. The smoke machine was hitting. That made it. Yeah, well, it. I would think it was me that made well, it, but okay, you know. yeah, the smoke machine was all right, whatever. <laughs> but the smoke machine added to it. Yeah, it added to it, yeah. but I was the star. Yeah, you were. The star who got mauled. The moment I walk in there and I am dancing, few kids, but before you know it, they are just <laughs> full-on blasting me with you fists were... and food. Yeah, oh, God, the food was everywhere. Thank God I, don't, I still don't have any furniture in that room, which is empty. <laughs> There's still there's still decorations taped to the ceiling from like two years ago from that party. Uh, is it really? Yeah. <laughs> Leftover remnants yeah. from the greatest party just ever. Just haven't gotten a ladder out yet. <laughs> you you know? know, and here's me in this costume. I'm just waiting for you to come back and, you know, oh, well, take you it have all an, down. An, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Been a little busy lately. Yeah. I'm sorry, Alex. I thought the dinosaur was tall enough. <laughs> You know, when I was in there and I felt people hitting me, I was like, you know what? Maybe if they see my face a little bit, they'll know to stop. Like, calm and, down. And, and so they see my face. And for instead of being at Reed Preschool and thinking, Mr. Sam, I better sit crisscross right. applesauce. They were like, Mr. Sam. Yeah, they thought it was the coolest thing ever. I mean, that was probably, it's still Julian's favorite day. Get out of here. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Really? Yes. Still his favorite day. Oh, man. Yeah. Well... That's right, folks. I do birthday partings, weddings, if you want me. <laughs> right, right. right. <laughs> but you got to be as cool as Julian and Grayson. So that's a hard, that's a high bar, my friends. Yeah, they're pretty cool. And you got to make me these cookies. Yeah, right. <laughs> you live your life like a. a first of all, <clears throat> going back to what we were saying earlier about how I perceive your personality and how intelligent you really, really are. Uh-huh. Um, also, <sighs> you are so unique in this sense. When I have guests come on, I usually ask them like, "Hey, can you send me some talking points?" <laughs> <laughs> for weeks you're like i got nothing what did i say i don't know and then out of nowhere i get best description from childhood till today well you asked you and sent it, me some topics and so i'm like okay i'm gonna do my you, homework you no know, i'm saying this as the most grateful host ever like i was just like 
uh, I looked at Lisa. I'm like, of course she wrote me the best description everyone anyone's ever written me. Well, here's the, what it is. Listen, I don't go half halfies on things. Okay, I'm either all in or I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I love that. <laughs> I love that. Thanks. Yeah. Okay, so in there, I just have to point out a few things you said. Okay. Like you said that you, you live your life mm-hmm. as if it's a fairy tale. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess so. I definitely, well, I don't know if, if I would say I lived my life like it was a fairy tale, but okay, maybe I do. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I like to think it's that, okay. you know? So uh, you said that since you were a kid, right? Like yeah, you it's wanted, like the little kid in me. What is the fairy tale that you one like what well i don't know just like what you would read in a book well here minus someone poisoning me with an apple or (laughs) you know scratch the poison right but um put in the single working mother yeah i mean that's definitely not something i assumed would be my quote-unquote fairy tale but i mean you make the best of you know each situation that comes about you really you know you can't control every little thing that happens um you can really only just control yourself and what you're going to do with it so that was you know my divorce was the one of the hardest obstacles i went through um but i think like i had told you i you know i think it's safe to say we all agree that i mean it was the best thing that could have happen for our family when two people i i don't for my situation i don't understand the um the the saying where people are like well we're gonna stay together for the kids you know what i mean because in my situation it it wouldn't have helped the kids Mm. you know if you're not in a happy relationship you're not really living your best self you know so if you're not your best self how are you the best for your kids so that's kind of how i felt yeah, if that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. So once that decision was made and, you know, fast forward to where we are today, the kids, I mean, they they seem, to me, they seem totally like fine and happy and I'm happy. So I think that's important. You know, you, like as a parent, you want to be happy with yourself and what's going on in your own personal life outside of your children. So that way you can be the best mom or dad. Yeah. And that's basically, you know, where that stands. So in the end, they're happy and they're flourishing and, and, and you and, and their father seem happy. So, uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, I, growing up, I always knew I wanted to be a mom. I wanted to get married young and I wanted to have be a young mom, like how my mom was and and is. And I, I loved that was all I wanted, you know, and looking back now, I would be like, Damn, I was so young. I shouldn't have done it that young. But you how can't. how young were you when you had Julian? Uh, maybe like twenty four. Okay. Which in today's world, it today's seems standards, super that's, young. That's young. Um, thirty is usually a, yeah. I think. But at the end of the day, you can't look at it that way, obviously, because I have my two children, so they're the greatest gifts of all. You know, so. Absolutely. But we have fun. It's definitely an interesting uh I see your videos you post on Instagram and stuff. You guys are always having fun. Yeah, we have fun. They love you. Yeah. We have I hope so. Oh my gosh. They can be brutal sometimes. I know, I'm sure they can. Your kids got some personality. Well, that's the thing. They've got they both have super strong personalities. Super. Like, whoa. (laughs) Stand back, people. Calm it down. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. do you know what comes from that kind of personality? 
success <laughs> greatness success yeah. ideas creativity yeah, i'm never gonna have to worry about them when they're on their own well here's the thing know? is that you have a very tough job ahead of you you've got the next you know 14 15 years of just keeping them using their talents towards greatness mm -hmm. because a lot of people they just need someone who supports them someone who believes in them mm -hmm. to say okay yeah you should go for that or you know what i don't think you're using your skills properly right uh, and I know you, you were just doing that for them. You sent me a message that I won't forget during your description. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I don't want to mess this up. You, sa you said that you hope that your kids find a passion for something mm -hmm. and then go for it. Yeah. And that's your that's that's what you hope for. That's your all kids. I could want. Yeah, because it's almost like, and I, I don't want to say this like wrong or be offensive in any way but it's almost like i feel because I, I don't know if there are if everyone has a passion in what they do mm. on a daily basis oh well 100 percent. there's a lot of people who have to do something daily that they hate right so it's almost like that's why i i i never take what i'm doing for granted because i do feel very fortunate in what that i had something i liked you know i'm but i always say like i'm too stubborn to do something i don't want to do so you uh will never understand what it's like working for a job that you despise yeah no yeah well, uh, well, other than your eight days at the bakery <laughs> Actually, there was one other little thing, too. That I, yeah, I did. It was food-related, and I was a hostess. You're friendly. Yeah, um, I, I didn't even go back for my pay. <laughs> I fell seeding a family, and I was so embarrassed, I just left. <laughs> Wait a minute, you fell? Yeah, I fell seeding a family and kids, and they were laughing at me, like, behind <laughs> my back. And I was just, like, so embarrassed. I just got up, and I left. I was there for two weeks, Oh, weren't they, were they nice about it? Did they help you up and say? No, no. It was just, it was you very just, quick. It was a quick, quick oh, fall. It all quick, happened so fast. It happened so fast. Oh, but oh, that moment haunts you to this day. Yeah, I was like, yeah, nah, I'm good. That's just another <laughs> sign you're in the wrong business. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just no, <laughs> none of that. I'll find another way. Yeah. But uh, you've never had to worry about not, uh, other than that, those little small stints. Like, you haven't been like me or other people who have worked for a year or sometimes years in a job that they just really... I just had a guest on here last week, mm -hmm. <clears throat> Olivia Bolano, who used to dread going to work every single day, wanted to call out sick every single day. You never have to know what that's like. Yeah, I mean, there was definitely days, you know, when you were starting out as an assistant that, you know, I would leave every night, like, in tears because I'm like, oh, my gosh, I feel like so-and-so might not like me or they're not happy with what I'm doing or this and that. And, it, you know, I hated having to stay till the last, very last person because I, I was new. I would have to do all the stuff that nobody else wanted to do, like those sort of things. And it just I, – I couldn't wait to get in and start doing what I really wanted to do. But, mm. you know, and there's always days where – were the top, but didn't bad. you know in your heart though that like yeah I'm just going through the the Absolutely. motions. Absolutely, yeah. 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 A lot of people don't. You got to pay your, You got to pay your dues. Yeah. Well, a lot of and a lot of it's a, unfortunate. I feel a lot of, you know, today's generation. Know. What are we gonna do? I still think that there's hard workers out there and people willing to pay their dues. There are. There definitely yeah. are. But uh, the fact that there are 
kids who feel entitled. Yeah. I had the craziest experience at a hibachi restaurant the other day. Oh, really? This boy, he walks in and he's with his grandfather and he shows his grandfather his phone. And he says, hey, look at me, grandpa. I have 3,000 followers on Instagram. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, so proud of you. Great job. So you know hibachi, they're doing the tricks in front of you. They're flipping the rice, making the volcano. So the guy goes to throw the shrimp for everyone to catch. Mm-hmm. And he looks over at this kid who hasn't looked up from his phone once. Mm-hmm. And he goes into a little panic attack about just looking. He's like, no, no, no. I won't do it. I won't do it. And then the grandfather just looked down in shame. And I just thought, this kid is so proud of 3,000 people that he'll never meet that don't really care about him. Right. He, he can't even look up from his phone to do something fun. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's so crazy. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there are kids, and there are another a big part of his parenting, too. It's like, you know? Well, yeah. I mean, oh God, I just had a huge thing with Julian last week when he was sick, and he was home sick with me every day. And uh, I had clients, so I, I didn't know what to do. You know, I didn't have time. Like, with the way my weeks were lined up, I didn't have time to to cancel everybody. So he had to come with me. And he watched me work for hours like nonstop, taking care of these people and then when we got home I like sat down because I have a back problem right now and I, my back was killing me so I'm like I need to sit for like 10-15 minutes before I made dinner and he's he called me lazy <laughs> <laughs> oh I freaked oh did you yeah rightfully so I was like listen you think I'm lazy look around if mommy was lazy this wouldn't be you know you wouldn't have you know food to eat this like i'm always drilling that kind of stuff you know um so yeah now everything you own you worked for yeah and i'm like listen bud like do you know what lazy is lazy sitting down for 10 minutes does not mean you are lazy you just watch me work for three days straight hey, let me tell you something <laughs> in about 10 maybe 15 years He's going to look at you and say, Mom, thank you for working so hard for me. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> I guarantee you. Yeah. Your kids will get it and they will thank you for it. You were there for them and you love them. Oh, kids, they, they're so lucky. All of our kids. I'm like, they don't get it. <laughs> you guys don't even get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but they will. Yeah. Do you, I mean, don't you? Don't you? You sound like you appreciate your childhood. Yeah, absolutely. Your, yeah. yeah, absolutely. So I know. So I have to ask because it's weighing on my mind. You're doing weddings for people, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, you're going through a divorce. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's just in my own head it's a problem. Was it a problem to you? Did that affect you? Oh, no. It was wonderful. No, (laughs) (laughs) It was amazing. I had so much fun with it. No. Um, It was definitely challenging, you know, because it's like that type of thing where, you know – when you're going through something personal and you get to work, you got to leave that at the door, right? But yes, this I is something that. that's just like with the topic of what I do for work, it's like in your face, like every second. So it's kind of like, okay, oh, you're so happy. Yay. <laughs> I'm happy for you. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It's, it was hard, you know? Did you um, want to just be like, it's not going to work for you. Get out. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I have to be honest. There were definitely jaded moments that I would go through in my mind. But as long as I kept them in my mind, I was okay, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm allowed. You stayed professional I stayed professional. I think so. I hope so. Hey, fist bump to that. <laughs> yeah. I got to do that in my profession too, so I get it. Yeah. So. Okay. So you take some time off. You have some really great years with your kids, right? Uh-huh. And then you decide, after some weddings, to 
start up your own business by Main Street? Yeah. Well, I mean, um, well, like I said, I was still working in the salon for like t- a good two years while I had my LLC, but I just didn't really advertise it. I didn't talk to anyone about it. Um, I didn't want to conflict with the salon. I just, I blatantly wasn't working Saturdays in the salon anymore. So that's what I was doing randomly when people would ask me. My first year, I think I did 12 weddings. The second year, it bumped up to like 45 weddings. Oh, So the, wow. by year three, when I was pregnant with Grayson, um, I just, I couldn't handle everything doing the salon, the two days and doing what what the wedding business was evolving into so i had a real honest conversation with my boss who i have so much respect for and it's mutual because you know in the salon industry a lot of times when people bounce around they they don't tell they tell all their clients like months before they're actually going to leave and they get all the information and they kind of like then move their clients i didn't do any of that i i if anything like i didn't want my clients who i loved and who you know, kept food on my table. I didn't want them to know what I was doing because just out of respect for the company I worked for. Well, you'd for. been with them for, you were close with them. I was close with them, but so are, you know, a lot of people are too. But, you're also a good person. But that's so just it. I just, I just not that type of person. So, but in return, you know, that he told me, he said, you know, all you have to do is just give me a call. And if you want to start again tomorrow, you start, the door is always open for you. Um, and it, and my other boss, who the person I'm speaking about, his son, he's famous, a famous hairstylist in the industry, and that's where all of my editorial, like New York Fashion Week connections, come from. Him, he works those shows, and I still okay. work with him. You have connections to New York Fashion Week. Well, my boss works for, does design hair for designers during Fashion Week twice a year, so. I always did that kind of stuff when I worked in the salon, and even when I left, he still has me come and do it. He, you know, so it's nice. I we kept a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. So I was very proud of you. Uh, so was nice. Lisa. My whole family seeing nice. you in front of. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Hold on. Let me say it right. Tofita. Taffeta. Taffeta. <laughs> oh, taffeta. And uh, there you were. Yeah. In, in your. For in your place yeah the storefront um really worked out well i mean we it's an all on it started off just on location and then you know we got we had a little studio we graduated to a little studio in the artist building and then um mrs kashan from cashiano's had told me about that storefront that was becoming available so we went into there and it's been great what have you been using it for um so now i'll just do clients during the week there and proms and special occasions and people that want to come to us we have that and all of our brides when they try out their hair and makeup that's where they come in the south jersey philly area so okay how's it been doing great yeah 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 great that's so awesome. Yeah, it's cool. It was cool for me because at the time of your ribbon cutting, uh-huh. it was like Lisa and I were still very new business yeah. owners. So it was good to see another person, you know, a little younger than us going for something like this. Yeah. Like, we're proud yeah. of you. Thank you. Yeah, no, I love the little shop. It's like my little home away from home. I thought it was so cool dropping Lisa off and her <laughs> doing a little thing with you. Yeah. So and it came out nice. So before we get to the chat pack, I want to talk about two things that you messaged me in your little Mm -hmm. uh, story about yourself. Uh One is that I have a ton of dreams, and I'm so curious what your dreams are for the future. Like, what do you really want for yourself? Um, Well, I decided 
as far as like the weddings go i want at this time in my life i really want to be more physically available for the kids um earlier on when they were babies i was home with them all week long so i was like totally fine with leaving on the weekend to go do weddings but at this point we've we've built such a solid team of amazing hairstyles makeup artists they're so great um and we're so busy i just want to i want to be able to take a step back a little bit on the weekends and um put that time more towards my family Mm. and maybe focus more on the business end of things um but i'm still doing clients during the week and if there's special or requests I'll, I'll do weddings but I would say I really want to make more of a brand I mean it, it, it's a brand but make more a brand out of what we have and uh, who knows maybe have some products or who even knows yeah I don't possibilities know. I, are endless yeah I have I think well I you're the type of person that's the thing is that you're the type of person who like Maybe for a couple of years it will be this, but then all of a sudden something new, and then three years from there, right. something else. Yeah, like we have the barber team, which I love. Um, the, I have so many different things that I want to do. It's just it's just a matter of having like the power to do it. Like I, I'm only one person, so right. that's one of my goals is to get more of like a team behind me to help execute all of these ideas. Right, that's my goal. Very cool. Yeah, It'd be more of a a brand. All right. <laughs> Let's go to the chat pack. I don't know what that is, but okay. I thought you have heard one of my episodes. I'm the wor- This is why I probably wasn't nervous. This is what I do. I just act like it's not happening and I just go with the flow. Have you never listened to an episode? No, I figured I'll listen to a bunch when I'm done this. Oh, <laughs> so you have no idea what to expect. Right. The chat pack is where I break it's better out. better off that way. <laughs> okay, right on. We take out these questions uh, and you pick one and we'll see what happens. Okay. Here we go. So you want me to read this out loud? I could do it for you if you can't. If an artist offered to create a life-size sculpture of you in any material you wanted, what would you choose? Examples, granite, marble, wood, bronze, glass, ice, etc. Uh, I would probably say gold. You would want a golden sculpture of yourself. Yeah, probably. Why gold? I just love gold. It's so, like, royal. It is royal. Do you feel like you're royal? Well, I would like to be. <laughs> yeah, you queen? I would love to be. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Chat pack number two, coming in hot. Here we go. Here we go. In your opinion, what is the worst first impression you've ever made on a date, in a job interview, at a dinner party, anywhere? Worst first impression. I got like 30 going through oh, my mind God. right now. I don't know. <sighs> Man. Oh, God, I had a blind date once. I don't even want to talk about it. Oh, really? Oh, it was embarrassing. Yeah. Uh, I can't think of one. Yeah, what, all your first impressions are good, huh? I'm sure none of them were. <laughs> <laughs> you can't think of a worst of the worst? <laughs> I don't know. Um, you never had, like, a first impression where you were, like, you walked out and you were, like, man, that was so awkward. I cannot go. I cannot show my face back there. I don't. I. I really am not sure. Oh man, <laughs> is this question gonna go unanswered? Or, might it might. Wow, <laughs> there's nothing coming to you. I'm come. I'm so shocked because I'm thinking of maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just awkward. I no. don't know. I'm just thinking of some bad first times. I. I try to avoid putting myself in uncomfortable situations. You are literally on a podcast right now. It's not bothering me. <laughs> That's true. 
Well, it's, I guess because it's me. But, like, still, like, you're putting yourself out there. Yeah, but I feel like I put myself out there every day when people come in, get their hair done, they ask me a million questions. Maybe I'd live a podcast life. You just live a confident podcasting awesomeness life. Maybe Friday I'll be uncomfortable. I am going to be on TV on Friday. Um, my bride is being filmed for Say Yes to the Dress. It's like a big wedding show. You're on there. Well, possibly if they don't cut me out. They we'll damn see sure what... should keep you on there if they want ratings. We'll see what kind of uh, first impression I make to the producers. Oh, maybe this is the beginning of a big thing. Maybe. I was thinking about <laughs> writing them a little letter, <laughs> putting it in their bag. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Are you ready for the next chat back? Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. You better come with a strong one. If a friendly florist delivered a thousand freshly cut roses to your doorstep, what would you do with them? Freshly cut? Well, yeah, fresh. Yeah. Yeah. Like a bouquet. Well, yeah, but there's a lot of them. A thousand? One thousand. Uh, I mean... I would probably save some and then deliver them around to the neighbors. Oh, that's such a good answer. Yeah. What am I going to do with a thousand of them? I don't know. I figured you'd put it together in some wedding, <laughs> beautiful whatever. Well, maybe see who's getting married that weekend and donate some if they want. Oh, what a good answer. <laughs> oh, that was so nice. <laughs> mm. So, okay. Um, before we go, uh, normally I just say to someone, hey, uh, do you have any shout outs? But mm-hmm. before I say that to you, I have to say that uh, when we were messaging each other about this episode... You messaged me about a lot of people mm-hmm. who you're appreciative towards. Um, right. So, yeah, uh, obviously you're grateful. Do you want to give shout outs to them or to family or whoever? I mean, yeah, I mentioned you and Lisa for having this school. My kids, a safe place for them to learn every day. Like, takes so much weight off my shoulders when I'm trying can, to get away. Can I pause this? Uh, I, I just want to say really quickly, I've been a fan. You've been with my school since I started. Yeah. It was since I took over. I was only with Miss Dina, like, the first one year, I think. Right. So yeah. I've had Julian, and now I've had Grayson, <laughs> and they have such big personalities. I feel like I'm, like, the worst mom. This past, like, year, I feel like I have been so, like, detached from, like, like the school stuff. No, too. hey, you bad. just hey, <laughs> I just want you to have full confidence in what I'm doing yeah. and know that if I need to contact you, I will. Oh yeah, no, I know. Yeah, I, it's been such a pleasure. Thanks. Same. Yeah. Likewise. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, and then I would just say my family, um, my boyfriend. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Who's that? Um, his name is Joe, and he's we were friends for you know first, and he's a huge influence in my life, positive influence. He's helped me out so much mentally and, you know, I'm just really happy. So definitely shout out to him. You look happy. Thanks. Yeah. 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 So my fam, my friends, Joe, my clients, everybody, they're like, uh, it's like a world full of therapists. <laughs> well, I know you had a few, <laughs> a few rough years. Yeah. Oh my God. It's, yeah rough to say the least so it's definitely it's definitely if you feel i don't know the word i don't know but the queen comes out on top yeah the queen comes out on top there you go yeah boom (laughs) Boom. so here you are here i am yeah only greatness to come and thank you so much for doing this thanks mr sam (laughs) 